0: Episode of inside the mind of G. Scott. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. How was your Easter? Do you, do you celebrate Easter I just realized Right as I said that not everybody celebrates Easter, but that's fine. Uh my Easter was good. Thank you so much for asking. Right? I had my uh, had my youngest daughter with me over the weekend on Saturday. We did the egg coloring thing. She's getting older, so like the coloring eggs thing is kind of starting to diminish a little bit, but it was still something to do, kind of, you know, to make it as normal as possible. So we just had a dozen eggs. It was just a two of us we had the real simple pause like coloring nothing fancy very basic colors it was like six colors whatever but you know what that's fine because every time we get like the fancy egg coloring things We mess them up. Like we are not creative when it comes to egg coloring. And I, I, I just, and I commend all you people that can color eggs and make them look amazing. Like I have a hard enough time just putting them in the in, in the dye thing, like the little cup, and not spilling like dye all over the place or getting covered in like pink. Die all them. I've just said the word die like eight times there, but like getting my fingers all pink and stuff like that. So no, but me and me and my youngest got to do that on Saturday, and then on Sunday uh, I woke up, had my youngest daughter there, and my oldest daughter came over for a couple of hours to hang out with us, which was awesome because you know she's 16, so now she's driving and she's got a lot going on. She's a cheerleader, she has a job, she's got friends, she's got to be social. Not right now, she's not being social, but you know we're really nobody's really going anywhere, so it was nice. To to have both my daughters with me. Hopefully you got to spend some time with some of your family. I know it definitely made things a little bit more normal for me cuz this was definitely an Easter that none of us will forget. Even if you don't celebrate Easter, you know what? It's still going to be an Easter that you will never forget because you couldn't go anywhere. I'm you know it's crazy. Like you don't you don't realize how much you enjoy doing things on holidays with your family or your loved ones when you can't do them, until you can't do them, not when you can't do them, but you don't realize how much you enjoy doing them until you cannot do them. So it was nice to have my two girls there. I, I got to tell you, man, I, for those of you that listen to my podcast that know me personally, you know how proud I am of my two daughters, but man, I just sit there and I watch them too. And, and it's, it's, it's scary because they're getting older. One's twelve, one's sixteen, and it's like no, like you just want to freeze time, and you want to be like, no, you guys can't get any older than this. But you, but you can't do that. Obviously, that is not something that you can do because parents have been wanting to do that for eons now right since the beginning of time you've wanted to slow down time so that your kids don't get any older and so you got to enjoy as much as you can when they're young and that is such a cliche thing to say but you really really do and I, I took full advantage of hanging out the other three of us actually went outside my neighbors have a, a little basketball hoop that they have it's like lowered and it's, it's a piece of garbage but we don't have a basketball hoop in my house so the three of us used my neighbor's uh basketball hoop no, we didn't ask. And uh, we played horse. We played like three games of horse. It was just, it was just fun. My girls suck at basketball, by the way. They're, they're really good at cheerleading and dance. They suck at basketball. Not very athletic when it comes to that stuff. But that's fine because they're good at what they chose to do. They don't play basketball. But it wasn't really about being good or bad or whatever. It was about the time that we spent together just enjoying each other. And, man, I got to tell you, like, I, I started to say this, and I, I sidetracked myself, which is something only I can do. I think. Well, no, that's not true. Anybody with ADD can do that to themselves. But anyway, um, I am I am beyond proud of my two daughters. I, I got to tell you, you know, they they are just two of the most loving, caring people that I have ever encountered, ever. And it's nice because you know. That you had something to do with that. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, I take I take a lot of pride in that because I had a hand in raising both of my girls. I still do, as a matter of fact. It's not like they're gone or they're old and I'm not raising them anymore. But I still have a hand in that. And my two girls are growing into beautiful young ladies. And they really, really are going to be a blessing to this earth. They already are. They're a blessing to me. They've made me better. They've kept me here. Let me just say that. I've had some dark times in my life, and the love of my two daughters kept me here and have allowed me to continue on and gave me the strength to continue on. And you're like, wow, we just got really, really deep. And yes, I did. You're right, but that's how proud I am of my girls. I will never be shy about talking about personal things in my life, stuff that I have gone through and what got me through. The dark times, the bad times in my life, and I've had a lot of great times with my kids as well. So, it all balances by balances itself out. Sometimes words are hard to say, but anyway. So that was that was my Easter in a nutshell. Oh, and then later on in the day, my uh, my youngest daughter actually came back. She brought food from her mother's house, and uh, she had dinner with me. She felt bad because. My my daughter felt bad because she didn't want me to eat Easter dinner alone. I normally don't. I don't, I normally don't spend Easter alone, but because we can't do the normal things that we do, I wasn't at my girlfriend's house with her family. I was home, and she was there with the people that she lives with, the family members she lives with, and, and, and that was kind of it. So my youngest daughter brought some ham and deviled eggs and mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, green bean casserole. I mean, the food, was, the, the food was fantastic, and it didn't matter. It could have been anything. It could have been like tacos from Taco Bell, which are delicious, by the way, but that's not an Easter meal. Um, and me and my daughter sat and, and ate dinner together, and it was funny because I was just, I looked at her and said, thank you for coming back. You know, it was really, really kind and, and awesome that you decided that, to have dinner with Daddy tonight. I, I appreciate that. And she starts crying, and she's like, I just feel bad because you, you're home alone tonight. And I'm like, no, really? I was like, you, this made my day. Like the morning with my two girls and then having dinner with her, I was like, don't worry about me because after I drop you off at Mommy's, I'm going to come home and I am literally going to climb in bed and just lay there and watch TV. And that's what I did. And she, I, it was just, it was touching to me because she cares that much about me. Obviously she cares that much about me because she's my daughter. So, you know, she, eh, but you know, not everybody likes their parents. So there's that. So, you know, it was, it was just really, really, uh, touching, I guess. I, I, touching would be a good word. And I know that she, she's, she's such a love. She really, really is. She's like literally the greatest thing that I've ever had happen to my life. Her and my, uh, her and my oldest, the two greatest things in my world, like for real. I, you could take it all away, and as long as I have my two daughters, I'm fine. Like, I, I got nothing to worry about, and I know that with those two and their their strength and their love – they can get me through anything, and they have gotten me through a bunch of stuff. So uh, it, was a, it was a good Easter. It was a different Easter, but it was a good one. Hopefully you got to spend some time or at least talk to your loved ones. I did call my mother, my father, my stepfather. Nice to talk to him because, you know, he's, you see, I've talked about him on other, uh, on other episodes of the podcast. He's dealing with stage four cancer. He's under hospice care, and really just, you know, the time is winding down with him. So it was nice to just kind of chit-chat with him a little bit and talk about some stuff. Uh, Little, little, little things and, you know, small talk, but it didn't matter. It's not like I was like, so how you feeling? You know, we didn't get into what he's dealing with right now. It was just very, very simple things. So hopefully you had yourself a great little Easter as different as it was. Uh, some of the other things that have been bouncing in my mind which made me really, I mean, first of all I wanted to express uh, my love for my daughters. I was like, I gotta go on my, I gotta do the podcast today and I gotta definitely talk about my two girls and just how awesome they are. And it, I'm sorry, but it's, you know, it's, it's a dad thing. It's a parent thing. Like, we brag about our kids, but I have a microphone and recording equipment so I get to do it on a podcast. Uh, one of the things I did notice in my in my travels to and from the uh, radio station here to come in and do, do some radio stuff and To record podcasts and stuff like that. There's still those jerks that are out there driving really, really fast. Like you're going too slow for them. And it made me wonder where they could possibly be going. Like, where are they in such a hurry to get to? Because seriously, there's nothing going on. There's nothing open. So take your time, man. Just be out there driving. Take your time getting there. You're not allowed to really leave the house. So where are you going in such a hurry? But, you know, I've had, you know, dude drives up big old pickup truck, you know. I think he had the Dukes of Hazard horn. He was playing behind me and stuff. And I'm like, come on, bro. What are you doing? Like, calm down, man. Right up on my ass in the car. And then, like, goes driving around me. Like, had to speed on by me. And I'm like, where could that? Maybe he had to go to the bathroom. Like, that's the only th- that's the only logical thing I could think of was maybe he just had to go to the bathroom really, really, really bad. So he went zipping by me. Because other than that, there's nowhere to go. I just said that. Nothing is open. People are still driving like assholes, even though like nothing is open. He wasn't late for work. I don't think he was late for work. It was like 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the afternoon. Maybe he was late to his radio show. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. But he was in a hurry. Wherever he was trying to get to, he was in a hurry. That's how people are. That's how stupid people are right now. There's still... Just, I I gotta get there and get out of my way, and that's how selfish human beings can be. Just like the people that I talked about on the last episode, that are still out doing what they're doing and going about their business, and I gotta get out of the house, and I gotta go do this, and I gotta go do that, and things need to be reopened. And you just stop being selfish. Stop it. Your stuff is no more important than anybody else, and you are not more important than anybody else. So calm the hell down. Take your time. There's no need to be in a rush getting anywhere. Like, how do you want to be that one asshole that got pulled over for speeding during quarantine? Cops going to be like, where were you going in such a hurry? You know, it's not open, right? Like, slow down, bro. Did you have to poop? Is that what you had to do? You had to poop? Like, I got a feeling like if you get pulled over for speeding, especially now when you're really not even supposed to be out of the house, the cop is really not going to be cool with you because you're driving like an asshole for no reason. Absolutely no reason. You can't even give them an excuse. I'm late for work. Well, that's not true because your work isn't a thing right now. It's not happening. So what are you going to tell them? Other than I have to go to the bathroom, which, by the way, is not an excuse to speed. There is no excuse for speeding unless your wife is in the car with you and she's having a baby, right? So man, that, that's an excuse. But other than that, there's no excuse for speeding. And Anyway, there's there's those people are still out there. On the roads, yeah. Oh, I noticed, uh, too, that Major League Baseball is talking about possibly uh, trying to have a season. Um, I don't know exactly when they think they're going to do that, but it looks like it, they're trying to set it up so that it's in, like, Arizona and Florida, 15 teams in both leagues, and then, like, whoever wins each league would play each other in, uh, in, in the World Series. And, uh, I think it's cool. Like I'm looking forward to getting some sports back. I'm not, I'm not in a rush. I don't want anyone to rush into things again. And I understand that there are things of a larger nature going on right now. So we don't really need to focus on sports, but like people involved in these sport, like these major, like that are involved in major league baseball, national football league, uh, NBA, the guys up at the top of the food chain of those organizations, they need to figure it out. Because eventually you know, we're going to get back to normal and things are going to be happening. And you want to go in with a game plan. Like you can't not have a game plan. So that's just bad business. Like if you're going into this thinking, Oh, well, I'll figure it out when it happens. That is not the way to operate. I'm saying. Okay. So, you know, these guys got to come up with something and I, I don't know why they're telling us about it. Cause they can't really tell us when it's going to happen, but I think it's a good idea that they have some sort of plan going into it. I saw a guy on uh on ESPN was all pissed off. He was like, I don't even care about this. There's things and blah, blah, blah. Dude. Like why? He was like, why are we talking about this? Because there's really not a lot of sports happening right now, man. And you're on a sports TV show. Like, talk about sports. Doesn't it get boring just talking about football over and over and over and over and over and over again? Making predictions about the draft. And, and I get it. Like, his point was there's bigger things that we could be talking about, and this is stupid. Why are we worried about it? Well, it's a sports show, bro. So if you don't want to talk about sports, why did you come to work today? Why did you put on your suit and your lapel mic and sit in front of the TV camera and do your show? Why were you there? So I think it's cool. I, I, I'm I kind of looking forward to it. I really am missing Uh, Just being able to watch sports. I did watch the 2019 final round of the Masters on Easter, which was awesome because I enjoyed watching Tiger Woods in the, in the comeback victory that he had at the Masters last year, which was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to this year, although the Masters is not going to be played until November, so that is what that is. But um, it was fun to watch. It was, it was really cool, and it doesn't matter if you love or hate Tiger Woods. I really don't care. I am a fan of Tiger Woods. He's made some mistakes in his life. I'm not, you know, listen, who are we to judge? We've all made mistakes. We've all done dumb things. Nobody is perfect, Tiger Woods included. He's just a human like the rest of us. All the sports stars and celebrities, they're all humans, so why are we judging him? But I think the coolest thing was not necessarily watching the golf itself, but after he had won um, the, the the tournament, and he gets done on the 18th hole, so he celebrates on the green, and he shakes every all the caddies' hands and his playing partner's hands and stuff, and he walks off the green, and there's his kids, and his kids have never seen him win a major. Like, he has not won a major since his children have been born. And I watched it last year, and it brought me to tears. Like, I got emotional watching it because I'm a dad. I, If you listen to the first, like, eight minutes of the podcast, you know how I feel about my kids. So to be able to watch him reach such a goal, something that so many people said that would never happen again. Everybody wrote him off. He'll never win another Masters. He'll never win another Major. And there he, and then he did it, and his kids were there. And, he, like, the hug that he gives his son, uh, Charlie. I think his name is Charlie. The hug that he gives Charlie was amazing to have it was just so so I got emotional like I, I filled up and I'm laying on my couch watching this and I'm like crying not full-blown tears like you know tissues and it, not like that but like I, I had a tear roll down my cheek I got emotional because you're not human if that doesn't if that doesn't affect you in some way shape or form especially if you're a parent and you're a dad like to be able to see another dad accomplish something like that especially like i said when you're told you're never going to do it and then boom he does it and his kids got to see it and he walks off and he gives his his kids a a huge hug and his mother a hug and it it just it was it was awesome to watch again like it was it was awesome to watch the first time it was even just as awesome to watch it the second time so that's kind of it's you know so we're missing sports i think that was really what i was getting at was We're all kind of missing sports, and I understand that there are major things happening right now, and there's bigger things that we need to focus on. But you know what? It's nice to take our mind off of the bullshit that's going on in this world right now and just talk and and watch and think about other things and get back to some kind of normalcy, even if it's not full normalcy because, well, it's not live. Like, you know, know, I knew what was going to happen. I knew Tiger was going to win. But I still wanted to watch it. Like, I watch Yankee replays. Like, you know, like some of the games that they were replaying and the encores and on uh, Yes, I'm just watching those because like, I want some baseball. I just want a little bit of stuff, stuff that I enjoy, the little things that I enjoy uh, seeing and doing and, and being a part of. So we're getting there. It's a slow process. It's going to be a slow process. I don't think really, at least here where I'm at in New York, I don't think, think things are really going to be normal until at least June at least June, and that's only a little bit normal. I'm not even talking, like, full normal. Like, it's going to be a while before we get back to anything. So, you know what? To the guy on ESPN that got all pissy about having to talk about baseball, dude, some of us just want a little bit of normalcy, and we don't want to talk about the death and the sickness that is happening around us right now. We know that it's going on, and just because we're talking about sports doesn't mean – that we're lessening the value of those people's lives. We're not taking down anything that's going on with COVID-19 or coronavirus or whatever you're calling it. It's just taking our mind off of that, off the bullshit we're all dealing with right now and thinking about something else something that we enjoy watching something that when we have something to look forward to, that's really what it's all about is something to look forward to. So that guy got all his panties all in a bunch and he was just being ridiculous. And so I was like, dude, this guy's kind of an asshole. Like, really? What? Shut up. Like, it's okay to have something to take your mind off of COVID-19. We know people are dying. I'm repeating myself at this point. I understand that. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, just, uh, not really a lot to talk about at this point. You know, just just little things here and there. I covered Easter. I covered the asshole driving like a maniac on his way because he had to poop really bad. That's an assumption. I didn't stop to ask him. Um, and that was pretty much it. So hopefully you are doing well. Uh, just, you know, continue to do your social distancing and, uh, stay home and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I would appreciate you if you would share it, if you would like it, if you would subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. Yes. I still have plans of getting some of my friends in here to talk about stuff. JV and Teach, uh, Tony Platinum hit me up over the weekend. I was like, dude, as soon as this is over, I want the first podcast with you. We got to talk about stuff and just got it. And I was like, dude, you hit me up. You got it. Like, as soon as we're allowed to get back to normalcy, I will have Tony Platinum on the podcast. DVD, or DVDJ, Jesus Christ. DJ Dredd. I'm going to have him in uh, my buddy, Rich. I'm going to try to get on the podcast. He's down in the Carolinas. So I got to figure that out. Uh, some local artists. Just, I got a lot of people lined up. So just some stuff to look forward to. Cannot wait to get back to the normalcy. And, of course, uh, get back to my other podcast, too, which is Psychic on the Scene. If you're into the paranormal and the psychic and the spooky, go listen to Psychic on the Scene. It's also on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. You can catch up on it so that when we get back to our... Regularly scheduled recordings, then uh, stuff, and you'll be all caught up with all the other stuff that we talked about. So I just want to say hi to Michelle Lyons Polito and Katie Manning Hilton, my two co hosts for Psychic on the Scenes. I miss you guys so much right now. It, it's getting ridiculous. Like, I'm there. I just love being in the room with those two, and their energy is absolutely amazing. Cannot wait till we can record podcasts again. And uh, that is pretty much it. Like I said, like it, share it, subscribe to it. Love you for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, Be good. Be safe. Do what you got to do. All right? See you. Bye.